everyone, and welcome to the Bus Podcast, level 7. Uh, and yeah, today we're talking about episodes 10 and 11 of season 7, which I'm sure we have a lot of thoughts about. <laughs> um, so many so, thoughts, so little time. Yeah, yeah, I have to like go and like two hours so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to make this <laughs> i don't brief. think it'll i don't um, think it'll be that long but um oh god yeah i mean that's the thing right is that i mean we'll get into it but so little happened in these two episodes that i actually care about considering yep. they're the last two episodes before the finale and yet like i had like they've angered me so <laughs> that i have a lot to talk about <laughs> Yeah, it's um <clears throat> it's not the best. In terms of like a I'm going to just like lump them together into like the penultimate episodes. Kind of kind of lame. Yeah, it, it's some of those things cuz I I didn't have time to go back and rewatch them. And I think you didn't either uh before we recorded this. But fucking it's one of the things that I was reading, because I was reading recaps right before this, is that it's just, like, the thing that people are saying, and the thing that, like, I think both you and I felt when we were watching them, is just, like, why are they doing this? Like, they're doing, they're doing everything that, they're doing everything that they normally do when it's just a normal season finale. You know, yeah. where they're focusing, they're focusing on the antagonists who inevitably get like wiped out of the plot um, at the end of the season. Like, they're just they're doing the same shit that they always do. That's like so frustrating. That's what's really bothering me about this, these two episodes, and I feel like it's going to keep bothering me through the finale. Is this shit is fine when you know you have another season because assumedly you would wrap up this shit like now like the protagonist or the antagonist would be like out of the way or whatever and then we would get like a whole episode of like just like the aftermath but like i really just feel like that's not what's happening and i feel like they're just acting like it's (laughs) like we don't really need to get that and that's frustrating because i want that that afterthought really badly and i don't feel like we're gonna get a lot of it yeah like that's the thing is that like the finale is tomorrow we're recording this on tuesday the 11th and the finale is going to be like a two-hour two-parter where it's it's not just like one episode it's like episodes 11 or 12 and 13 played back to back and like you could make Somebody could make the argument, I feel, and I'm sure that there are people who are making the argument that it's just like they could still wrap things up in episode 12 and then have like episode 13 be a kind of like epilogue for everyone. But my thing with that is that I don't think that that's going to be the case because we've seen this before. This has happened before. We've been in this exact same situation in season five. Where they thought that yep. sh- there was a good chance the show was going to end, and they were just like, "We wrote a satisfying ending for y'all," and they did this exact same shit where they 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 
waited right up until the finale and they just like kept escalating things escalating things and then like didn't close anything off didn't provide any closure for any of the characters didn't like set any of that up like like even up until the penultimate episode and then they tried to do all of it in like the last third or like not even the last third of 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 the finale like like they tried to do in like probably five ten minutes of screen time yeah like which is like, it was not enough time at all for any of the characters and it like really fucking showed which is exactly why i was so worried going into this finale because i was like okay i don't see them course correcting in that way yet i am worried because we have one episode or like you know one more day left or whatever and i really just don't have any faith that they're gonna you know uh wrap things up in in 12 and 13 will just be like the aftermath i don't think that's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and i don't really know why that's the case yeah like it feels like this this season has had so much promise like i'm thinking about how we reacted to the first like like third of the episodes and we're just like oh wow like they're doing some like pretty cool stuff and we made like a bunch of predictions and everything that that like felt really natural and didn't feel too far-fetched and felt like good things to happen and they just kept yeah. like sinking those ships that like felt like the natural course that the show was going to take and they just kept introducing and like doing the things that just didn't don't feel right at all like like the yeah. like I, there are warning signs like as soon as they started doing the Daisy Sousa stuff and like all of that shit there are warning signs when they didn't introduce fits uh, for for like uh, two thirds of the season now like twelve thirteen or like eleven thirteenths of the season or I guess he showed up in 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 eleven so maybe that's a little bit unfair but but fucking like it's like they I think like for me at least I it wasn't until these two episodes where like I really realized that they're just going to do the same shit. Like I think I think yep. in episode 9, episode 9 with the time loop episode was so good that I was just like okay, like this is what like they they do have some like <laughs> like I I I say they have some writing ability feels a little bit mean, but like like this is the this is a show that I enjoy watching it and like and like am impressed by and everything else and then like these two episodes hit and it's just like wow this is extremely disappointing for the ending of a show yeah that's what gets me is like they just have spent entirely too much time on fucking Cora and Nathaniel and these Chromicons, and I just don't care. I don't care about any of them. I yeah. hate them. I want them out of my life. Like, this whole, the whole episode 11 was, like, basically, like, Cora's episode, and I'm like, but we all, we all knew she was evil. Like, everyone, even the people in S.H.I.E.L.D. knew she was evil. So, like, it's just, like, a non-starter for me. Yeah, it's like, it's like, like, I think, I think a couple episodes ago, like, I was, I was, like, getting, like, kind of heated about, (laughs) about Nathaniel in terms of, like, 
like the missteps that they're taking as making him an antagonist and all that shit like from like an ideological perspective or whatever but like now i just don't give a shit because like it's the end of the season and they've already fucked him up he's not interesting he's he doesn't have any tie like like they this this season was pitched as like as like revisiting shield's history and like what have we revisited like we met susa and we went to like before shield was founded and i guess we went to the lighthouse when it was still a thing and that's it like like it we haven't revisited any of the shit from like the show's history and it, it's just like they had a perfect reason and excuse to bring back and introduce like antagonists and ha- introduce stakes that we actually like give a shit about <laughs> And instead, they just yeah. t- totally went in this, like, other, opposite, not interesting direction. And not only that, but they're doubling down on it at the cost of, like, doing yeah. anything with the main cast. That's what really grinds me about episode 11 in particular, is that this is the first episode we have fits in the entire fucking season. And we got all of three minutes of screen time with him. Like, I'm not joking. And I'm like, so not counting the the dumb like flashbacks that we already have had because those don't count. But I'm like, so we, I am expected to care about this character that I knew from the jump was evil, trying not to be evil. No, like, I don't want this. Like, I, I want the characters that I care about and have cared about for seven seasons. And it feels yeah. just like so annoying to have this like whole episode be about this chick that like no one cares about yeah yeah it it's like it 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 was funny because like there's there's a couple of moments where i was watching it where it's just like oh if they had introduced this character at the beginning of the season or like like at the like three quarters of the way through season six or whatever like i would be so totally into her as like this kind of like anti-hero sort of character but they're they're doing it fucking they're doing it like literally (laughs) the episode before the show ends like they're they're like they're introducing this like potentially really interesting character for me at least at the worst time that just totally undermines it just and then i'm and just makes me think why the fuck are you showing me this like it's it's really because like the, the the whole thing that she introduced was like one there was a whole thing where like we it was basically like you said it's basically Cora's episode in terms of like establishing her motivations and like her priorities and blah, blah 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 which is one like way too fucking late like i said but two it's just like why do we like where are we gonna have time to deal with this shit like even like like, even if they even if they continue to say fuck it we're not gonna give an ending to any of the characters that you actually cared about it's just like you have two episodes to even like flesh out the shit that you introduced in episode 11 and it's just like what the fuck are you trying to do yeah it just and this has been hashed out repeatedly online and some people are just like, well, it's like, it's done. Like you can't complain about it. And I'm like, no, I can complain about it because I've invested seven fucking years into this show. And for them to just like expect me to care about this character that I have literally no attachment to who like we know is just evil. Like that's not, that's not good writing. (laughs) Yeah. 
And yeah. I see it repeatedly with these writers. They're like constantly like, oh, well, we just wanted to like, they just seem like they just can't write happiness <laughs> ever or like closure for anything. And I'm like, that's fine, I guess, to kick the can down the road when you have a road to kick it down. But there's no road. Like, this yeah. is the end of the road. <laughs> Like, it, it feels very much, like, I don't know where, like, because they're, uh, Jeb and Mo are, like, they're, like, showrunners, right? Like, they, they, they're television writers, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess that, that feels very much like the idea that, like, like you said, like, it's fine to kick it da- the can down that road. As long as, like, as there's road left. But what it also feels to me like is, is like, it's Marvel. And it, it, it feels very much to me like a comic book sort of thing. Where it's just, like, there's always going to be, like, another issue or another series or another event. Where, like, all of these loose strings, like, like nothing fucking ever ends. But that's not yeah. the case here. Like, it's going to end. There's not going to be a spin-off show. There's not going to be a sequel show. Like, it's just, this is it. And, like, the thing is, they knew that in season six. Like, when they were writing season six, like, they knew that they would have two seasons and that was it. And I'm like, <laughs> so it's not like a planning time issue. Because they knew well in advance that, hey, this is, like, it. And I, the pacing just does not make any sense at all to me in in this whole season like it we started off on one completely different track and now we're here and like that's fine but introducing nathaniel as like a villain like it just didn't work (laughs) yeah and i just know that sybil's gonna show her ugly ass face at some point and we're still gonna have to deal with her so yeah yeah, like that's the thing is that like like when Nathaniel was introduced as a villain, you and I were like so fucking thankful because it meant we like because like we thought that it meant that we wouldn't have to deal we would have somebody else to deal with instead of the Chronicoms or at least like somebody to deal with like in addition to the Chronicoms that we actually like gave a shit about. But they totally fucking botched it by like I I I can understand the impulse for them to be like. Like okay, we needed we need to make a villain. Like, cause the thing that we were asking for is like, okay, give us a villain that we actually care about. That gives us stakes that we actually give a shit about. And like, I can see like an answer to that being like, okay, we're gonna give you a villain and we're gonna we're gonna spend some time like fleshing out their motivations and stuff like that. It's just like, okay, but you're doing that in a way that one has a lot of missteps. Like, like for me personally, but two is taking away time from everyone else and like i feel like part of that criticism is just like oh well like you can't have it both ways you can't have like a villain that you care about and time like you can't spend the time to build up motivation to have a villain you care about and have time to like close off the story so like like pick your poison but like but that's the thing is that like like i said before we had the perfect gimmick to in to pull pluck characters back out of the box and and not waste that that time you know like like we and one those would be much more interesting villains because we actually already give a shit about them and like it would just would have been so much 
like better than that than like what we have to deal with now and again like i think part of my problem with nathaniel is that he just he overpowers daisy so easily in every encounter they have like even before he got her powers and i'm like why like daisy is a trained fighter she has had her powers for like years now and you're telling me some fucking guy can just like come up and knock her out and like steal her powers and then like that's it like (laughs) no it's really gross from like one like a gender politics standpoint like it's really it it really sucks to see this this kind of shit like always on television but like too it's just like their treatment of Daisy this season for like somebody who's ostensibly the protagonist of the show is just it it really it it makes me like sad more than upset like I think because it's just like fuck like I really give a shit about Daisy and like she's just getting like like thrown in the fucking garbage disposal and it's just like ugh. and I really wish they would have made the afterlife stuff like a bigger plot point because that was really interesting to me to like see daisy like have some moments with her mom and like i would have loved for her to like see afterlife it was as it was supposed to be and like i don't know embrace that in some way and instead it's just like oh well you got to see afterlife but then you got to see your mom die again uh here's love interest god it's uh, uh, okay <laughs> the the giant the, okay the giant dying scene like actually kind of pissed me off because like one it's it is what you said where it's just like they that's the scene where they introduced the fact that like that off screen nathaniel has become like i guess like twice as good as daisy with quake powers because he's had because like time travel bullshit means he's had more years to spend learning them which oh my god it's i it it it's frustrating because they they pull that out of nowhere and use it to kick Daisy's ass, which sucks. Um, but also like they they immediately do that and then murder Jiang, which getting murdered like that is just like at that point we had had like one scene between her and Daisy, and like and that and they Jiang didn't even know that Daisy was her daughter at that point. And then, like, Nathaniel reveals her, reveals the Shining that Daisy is her daughter, and then murders her. And, like, we don't get anything else from that. And I was just like, that can't, yeah. like, when I watched that, I was, like, legitimately, like, like, there, there's rarely shit, bullshit that the show does that, like, surprises me, or, like, that I don't believe, but it's just, like, because, like, like, when shit, like, Daisy and Susan happens, I'm just like, fuck, okay, here we go. Um, better strap in. But, like, the giant thing was just, like, wait, like, really? <laughs> like, they're just killing her? Yeah. Like, it, it felt like such a waste of a character moment for Daisy, because that could have been a real moment of, like, growth for her and healing. And I was just like, oh, this is great. And then they just killed her. And I was like, oh. oh okay, we're just going to make her angry again. Yeah. <sighs> Like, it really feels like the the trend of this season has just been, like, they have a bunch of really good ideas and then just don't do anything with them. Like, it's, 
it's frustrating because they they introduce these ideas and then do like the the worst thing possible with them, which is frustrating on its own. But like every time they make those decisions, it's a wasted it's a wasted opportunity to have like any sort of like character moment within the team or like move towards any sort of like resolution for the team or any of the individual characters on the team or like anything like that like 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 any sort of progress we could make towards a real satisfying ending is stalled every time they introduce another plot beat and then inevitably they they make that plot beat like worth nothing and and then it's just like okay well i guess we're worse off than when we were at the start and i'm somehow more frustrated than i was two minutes ago (laughs) like the stuff with fits this episode also pissed me off i mean it's pissed me off this whole season but we finally get him back and it's like you got three minutes of screen time with him and then within those three minutes like they imply that fitz has died and then they imply that like Gemma's gonna forget him forever and i'm like uh, okay like great <laughs> but i'm like yeah. Can we just fucking, like, know where he is already? Like, can we stop with this, like, oh, what great mystery? And I'm like, the great mystery is, there's no great mystery. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like, that's the like, thing, they literally too. just run him out of the season because... No, continue. They just, like, run him out of the season because Ian was like, you know what? I'm done. And they were like, oh, shit. We didn't realize. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's your fault. Like... It's not Ian's fault for being busy and successful. It's your own fucking fault for not being able to write, like, a decent story. <laughs> and the same time, they, like, handicap Gemma because of it. Like, she is just, like, sidelined this whole fucking season. And it's so frustrating. And, like, it's it's really brutal, too, because, because like you said, they've been trying to do this thing. It's just like, ooh, where's Fitz? It's, like, this big mystery. And it's just like, I know... That, like, it's going, like, all it's going to amount to is that, like, he's in, like, a room somewhere, and we're gonna just have to go get him, and then we're gonna talk to him, and then we're gonna, and then he's gonna have, like, the MacGuffin or whatever to stop the Chronicoms, and that's going to be it. Like, it's it's not going to be, like, maybe he's in, like, a special place that's, like, that, like, is either one, like, tugs at some sort of heartstrings type thing. Or it's like someplace like dangerous or whatever, and they, it's like a whole thing that they have to get there. But like, that's going to be it. <laughs> like, there's not going yep. to be any like the the idea the question of like where Fitz is isn't an interesting question. No, and the fact that they keep trying to make it one like pisses me off more because I'm like, like stop, <laughs> like, and. The fact that it hurts Gemma's character so much, like, makes it even worse. Because I'm like, okay, well, if I don't get Fitz, like, at least give me Gemma. And they're like, nope, it's all or nothing. And I'm like, well, then you're just giving me nothing, which is yep. not very fun. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's the thing. I think between... I think between Gemma and Daisy, this this season's gender politics have been so supremely fucked like i'm trying to think if like there it hasn't really applied to yo-yo and may other than the fact that we just haven't seen a lot of either yo-yo or may like (laughs) we've seen we've seen more uh, may than yo-yo because they're trying to do this weird empath thing which still we don't 
it's just seems like a thing that they're doing <laughs> with no real plot yeah, implications. Yeah, like, what's the reason behind it? There seems to be not a reason. Yeah. Like, that's like the thing why was May on the ceiling in the first episode? Like, what, what's that about? <laughs> like, we don't know. It just happened. <laughs> like, I... Like, they're not even doing a thing with, like, Coulson is in early season one where there was just, like, there you could tell that there was something slightly weird going on, but, like, there wasn't really much evidence for it, so you just kind of, like, put it in the back of your mind, and then slowly it becomes increasingly clear that there's something not correct. But, no, it's just, she's an empath now. <laughs> like... We're yep, going to have an episode about it, but it's not going to reveal anything interesting about it. Yeah, like, the only thing that, like, they sort of hinted at was, like, one line last episode where Coulson was like, oh, May, you gotta go talk to... I forget who even was. It was, like... It might have even been Cora. He's like, oh, you gotta go talk to Cora, because, like, you, you'll, you'll know what to say now. And she's like... Oh yeah, and then like it doesn't amount to anything because Cora is just fucking evil. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> hello. It's, it it's really rough, and so but yeah, like they've just they've just done nothing good. Like all of the big character moments this season have been for the dude characters, which yeah just feels so. Like, such a trivial problem in 2020. Like, it's just like, it's just like, why is this happening now? Especially when it feels like that hasn't been the case before. And, like, that it feels like they've been kind of getting better at that kind of stuff. And then they're just like, nope, we're just going to do the same old bullshit that, like, it's... It's really rough to see. Yeah, it's frustrating because, like, like I'm emotional about the show ending tomorrow, but I'm also, like, just kind of pissed off <laughs> and, like, kind yeah. of ready to be done with it, which I guess is, like, good in a way because I'm not, like, super upset. I probably will still cry tomorrow, but, like... Oh, yeah, same. I don't know. It just... It just feels like they... They could have done this season in a way that, like, really gave all the characters, like, a proper send-off. And, like, I feel like that's just not happening. Yeah. Like, Which sucks. Like, there was so much... Like, I felt like the the promise and, like, the, the pitch of this season, and even the initial setup from the first, like, three or four episodes, I'd say, like, did a really good job of selling this season as something that would provide a good ending for everyone and yep. it's just one of those things where it's just like that enoch conversation where he said that like this is your final mission together should have happened in like episode four you know like yeah that it just feels like too little too late and also they're just like dropping the ball left and right like even apart from the fact that like they're they're botched totally botching the ending they're they're fucking up like literally all across the board yeah and like i will say that there was an accidental spoiler leak because 
someone in the ABC press department decided to put out a bunch of photos from the final episode that had some very spoiler things in it, which I don't really know why, but it fucked that up. So, like, I, I know a couple of things that, like, make me feel slightly better, but I still don't, like... One of them really feels like it's kind of pandering in a way that I don't think they earn this season because, like, they just fucked up this person's storyline so much that I'm like, yeah, this is nice, but, you know, we... Yeah. I don't know. I Yeah, I haven't seen the spoilers. And they're still pushing, they're still pushing Daisy Souza, and I just, like, can't. Sorry, what? Yeah, I haven't seen the the leaks or not leaks, but like the the weird spoiler images that they put out. But like, like you told me about them a couple of days ago, and like when I was just like, I was first of all relieved to hear that there's like going to be something good in this in this finale that like I can look forward to, even if I don't know what it is. But at the same time, I was just like, but like, how is that going to play out? You know, like it's. It, everything's so rushed that it's just like it could literally just be like a fucking three minute scene and yeah. like i guess it depends on the nature of the of the the image i don't know what it is but it's just like i can't imagine a finale where the send-off for each of the characters doesn't amount to more than three minutes a piece two minutes probably and the thing is, I know for a fact that this specific scene is a flashback. So I'm like, it's not even like the send-off. It's a flashback. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I'm just a little frustrated and probably upset because the show's ending and it's not like doing justice to these characters that I care about a lot. So... It's hard because, because yeah, I am upset that the show's ending, and I am going to be crying a lot tomorrow. But it's just, like, I think part of the reason why we're both so frustrated is because we care about this show so much. Which is like, I mean, it's the reason we started the podcast about it. Um, yeah. yeah. And, like... I'm I know I know I'm going to watch the finale and I know I'm going to be like damn they really did it though and like get like I'm going to like cheer for the victories and get sad when like when something sad happens and I'm like that's just like I I know that that's going to happen but I also know that like that like a week after the fact or like probably even like 3 days or however long it takes us to record the the our final like series reaction pod like i'm just gonna be like that didn't do it for me <laughs> like like it, it will do it for me in the moment but like i'm just gonna be like fuck i really wish we could have had more yeah i think i'm gonna feel the same which is disappointing but mm-hmm. it is what it is <sighs> yeah it is what it is, and at the end of the day, I mean, there's nothing I can do to stop it. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, no, we're here literally just to complain and be negative. <laughs> That's our job now. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry for how negative this has been thus far, but yeah, I, I mean, was just so upset after 
10 and then 11 was like good for the like two minutes that I saw Fitz. And then I was like, but this is still bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like the, I saw, I forget what the, I, again, I was reading uh, a recap from something. Hold on, I need to find it. But it, it, like, I mean, obviously it's like from somebody who actually like writes about this shit and not from me, but it was just like, okay, yeah, here it is. It's from uh, Den of Geeks recap of episode 11. And it's just, uh, the kiss between Cora and Nathaniel therefore felt irre- irrelevant enough that the excitement for the finale springs not from the setup of this episode, but from its own momentous nature as the end of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which I feel like oh, really damn. perfectly sums up like how I feel about it. Like The feeling, the apprehension and excitement that I get going into this finale is because it's a finale. It's the finale. Yeah. And not literally anything that's come before it. That honestly really sums it up well for me because like when I saw that kiss I was like they're just doing the same shit they always do like nothing has changed in this show like mm-hmm. like this could be season fucking two ward and uh what's her face literally what's her face um like having this weird sexual romantic tension and I'm like where did this come from why do I care about it like I don't <laughs> like I don't care the ki- the kiss it just really felt like it felt like less than nothing for me like for me i was just like i saw that and i was just like fuck this like for me that that felt like the final nail in the coffin as well as like the the last slap in the face or it's just like like that kiss like removed any sort of hope that i had that they're going to do anything interesting with the actual like plot of this season and the thing that i'm going to be watching for tomorrow is that just seeing where everyone lands afterwards yeah like the thing's gonna happen and it's going to be whatever and then the thing that i'm actually interested in the thing that i'm actually going to cry about is just seeing where everyone lands yeah like i just know we're gonna spend all of 12 just like fucking around doing probably nothing and then 13 is gonna be like oh the big showdown blah 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 and then like the last like 10 minutes are gonna be like oh where are they now and i'm like that's not what i want (laughs) like that's not what i need it's not what i care about i want to see these characters like get an ending yeah like that's the thing is that they have two like i was thinking about this earlier where it's just like this is a two-hour finale the two, two hours is like the length of a movie. Like I like, like I get that TV is yeah. a, on like a totally different thing than movie, and so this isn't me trying to equate the two. But like a movie can can do can have a beginning, middle, and end, and do an ending that's satisfying. There, and like the fact that I don't have faith that they're able to even pull off like unending in two hours just feels like big oof (laughs) like you know like i don't know i have no idea where like half of these characters are gonna end up like zero idea like with may with daisy with mac with elena like i seriously have no idea where they're gonna be and i'm like that's not good like i should have an inkling of like their goals and i don't (laughs) 
Like, I, I know Fitzsimmons are going to end up, like, with their happy ending, and I'm sure Coulson's going to die, and that's, like, it. That's, like, all I got. <laughs> and the Fitzsimmons yeah. one is mostly wishful thinking on my part at this point, so. Yeah, it's it's really rough. Because, yeah, like you said, there's no established trajectories. Like, literally the only thing that they've been interesting in set, interested in setting up is Nathaniel and Korra and the Chronicoms. And they haven't, they totally fucked that up because I don't give a shit about what happens to them. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating, but, well, I don't know how much more I have to say. Yeah, we did go on about that for like 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of like good stuff to talk about oh well so they did get um they got bill paxton's son in to play a young john garrett which was a very touching uh you know nod to his father's role in the show which i did enjoy that because his son did a great job of playing uh garrett oh yeah yeah the young garrett was really fun to watch because it really did feel like the shitty like young adult version of Garrett, like, in a way that, like, I didn't know. Like, there's part of part of the thing that, like, if you told me that there's going to be a young Garrett character in, I was just like, oh, they're just going to get, like, a younger actor to play Garrett. But they didn't do that. They, like, actually kind of, like, wrote him in a way that he just feels like a shitty kid version of Garrett, rather than, yep. like, just adult Garrett, but played by a kid. Um, which is really good yeah i enjoy i say that. kid he's was, he's an adult funny. but yeah but he's like probably in his 20s in this episode i'd assume so he's much younger than the garrett we see in the show yeah but i will say even that kind of like disappointed me because in terms of like because the whole their whole thing now is that they like steal inhuman powers and like give them to like regular people but like I feel like they gave Garrett, like, the least Garrett power <laughs> they had at their disposal. Yeah, like, teleporting? Who? What? Yeah. Like, they literally just turned Garrett into a MacGuffin. Into, like, a plot armor MacGuffin. Yep. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Great. Like, we had crazy knife guy running around, pulling out fucking knives out of nowhere, and you're telling me Garrett would not want that power? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though it's been kind of it has been kind of funny because they've they've kept coming back to knife guy and he just keeps getting his ass handed to him before you could literally yeah. do anything. <laughs> yep. Uh and they blew his chest out, so Yep. You know. Poor knife guy. I don't even know your name because I don't care about you at all. <laughs> yeah. And also your power is dumb. What kind of inhuman power is it to <laughs> it's just create so a knife? Stupid. What the fuck? It's just like I'm just going to create it's like, like the oh, danger okay. dagger. You're gonna from have Skyrim. earthquake powers. You're gonna be able to teleport. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can go buy that that knife at like the fucking pawn shop down the road. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> uh, I will say Worst though the special effects. Yeah, yeah. I will say the the special effects for Korra powers really kind of got me though they were really fucking cool they were so beautiful and i'm like this is wonderful but i just don't care <laughs> like, yeah 
I felt bad because I know that the VFX department probably put a lot of time into making them so pretty. And I'm like, oh, this is wonderful. If only it was for something that I cared about or had any sort of relevance after, like, yeah. these couple episodes. Yeah, that's what I, I was saying. Where, like, I feel like everything about Korra that was introduced this episode would totally be my shit if she was a recurring character like like almost like probably like it given how the past few seasons went and like the kind of like tone Korra has that it feels consistent with like the later seasons like if they had introduced her at some point and made her like a recurring multi-season character fuck that would have been so cool and like i get that that's yeah. not like that's mostly just me like personal preference but it it's just like it makes it even more frustrating for me specifically what's just like oh i like everything that's happening to here too bad i don't care about it right now yep well i mean that's just good like setup for your your villains like grant ward was such an excellent villain cuz we had a whole season of him before he was a villain to really make us hate him and i'm like with cora yeah like i don't like her but it, like i just know i'm not supposed to like her and she's a threat to the people i care about so Eh. yeah and the idea of like her like hit list or whatever would be really interesting if it was if it could have been played out over the course of a season or like like it's it's yeah like everything about what she's doing in this episode feels like it would be such a good like grant ward style character where the team's just like we fucking hate this person but like at the same time we're, there are going to be many times where we have to be in a room across from this person and they're just gonna fucking smirk at us and say sh- bullshit the entire time and we're just gonna have to deal with it and it's just like yep. uh, i know you said we weren't gonna talk about what's annoying us but it's just like that's just what these episodes are like everything that i actually enjoyed about them just has this this like well like it has this air about it that's just like I can't really enjoy it because everything else is so shitty and it, it like the finale carries so much weight that's just like this isn't a finale. Yeah. It's frustrating. Well, I don't think I have anything else to say honestly. Just like strap in for the finale, I guess. Yeah. I guess it- do we want to talk about like what we're expecting and what we're like hoping for from the finale? Yeah, all right. I mean, as I said, I have a few spoilers about some characters, so I won't say anything too specific about it, but I hope that one of my early predictions was that Daisy would go off and start like afterlife, especially after I thought they were going to do some more with Jaying. So I guess that's still, like, on the table, I guess. Doesn't really yeah. feel like they've built to that, necessarily, but... Um, I think Fitzsimmons are going to leave S.H.I.E.L.D. forever and go live in Scotland. <laughs> it's non-negotiable at this point. It's, it's going to happen, or I'm going to riot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Coulson's going to die. Again, but forever, this time. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the rest of the characters. No idea. Yeah. Zero clue. Yeah, I think I think I I agree with you 
on all counts. I think the thing that I am... Um, I think the thing that I am hopeful for is that they... They... I don't know. God. <laughs> oh, it's so hard to be hopeful. <laughs> um, but no, I think... I think the thing is just that, like... These... I think the thing that I want is just for S.H.I.E.L.D. to stop being there. And I think that that's going... It seems like that's going to happen. Like, I I, I would yeah. I would say that that's, like, a prediction that I'm making. Because, like, the thing that they're setting up is that, like, oh, Sybil is, has destroyed S.H.I.E.L.D. in the 80s. Like, she she blew up the Triskelion, uh, which... I, if, it's funny to me because they did this whole thing. It's just like the Triskelion. The Triskelion wasn't built in the 80s. And they're just like, I guess Sybil moved up the timeline. It's just like, I, well, I guess she moved it up the timeline just so she could blow it up. Yeah, um, which like doesn't make any sense at all. Like, why are they accelerating mm-hmm. the timeline of S.H.I.E.L.D. just to fuck it all up? Yeah. And they... So they're destroying Shield in the eighties, which like so the infrastructure of Shield is disappearing. We've already established that they're in a different timeline, and what is going to happen? I feel like is they're just going to realize afterwards that's just like we don't like there's nothing we can do anymore, and like we all need to go like live our lives. Or whatever, like do whatever epilogue bullshit that we're going to do, and Shield isn't going to be a part of that, which I honestly I think would be a pretty good. I mean, I hesitate to say it'd be a good ending because I don't think there's going to be a. I think it would be a good ending, if not a satisfying one, given how late they've left any setup they can do for whatever ending we decide. Yeah. Um. But, like, I feel like that's kind of what I'm hoping for, at the very least. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. Because I, I mean, it seems obvious that S.H.I.E.L.D., like, I mean, Enoch said it, like, this is it. Like, this is the final mission. Mm -hmm. So, I don't really know how they could keep going. Yeah. Because, like... As long as there's a shield, like, I feel like, like, Daisy's gonna be there, and it doesn't seem like Daisy's gonna be a part of it after this, so. Yeah. Also, like, to be a little bit, like, poetic or thematic or whatever, like, for me, at least, I, and, like, I've said this before, obviously, but the, the question of the show shield for throughout its entirety for me, it's just always been like, what does it mean to be an agent of shield? And for, for like the show's ending, she's like, okay, what does the ending of agents of shield look like? And she's like, well, it's the ending of agents of shield. Like there's going to be no more agents of shield, you know, which I feel like would be a really like good thematic ending to the show 
Um, yeah. Also, I don't like S.H.I.E.L.D. as an institution and organization, so I'd be happy for them to throw it out the window. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to complain about that. Yeah. I mean, I think that considering S.H.I.E.L.D. is now like five people, I think it's time to to end it. Like, there's no there's no reason for them to be around. They just seem to create more problems than they fix. Yeah. So. Well, should we wrap things up now? Yeah, I think so. That was a lot shorter than I was expecting, but I guess there, you can only be so mad at something. <laughs> um, I mean, it would just be me repeating myself like seven times, so... Yeah, eh. yeah. Like, I'm honestly gonna end up, probably gonna end up cutting a lot of just... What I'm probably gonna end up to actually, is just make a super cut of you saying, it's just really frustrating, and then me, like, going, yeah, <laughs> in response. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but... it's. I wish there was like more positives I could say about these two episodes, but they just felt like a waste of my time. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Uh, so. Which sucks. Um, yeah. I would ask for for if there's any final thoughts from either of us. But I don't. All think I'm gonna say is, is. Hmm? Fitzsimmons better be fucking happy, or <laughs> I will end the world. So there you go. That's my final thought. Starting with this podcast. Starting with the podcast. I seriously, I messaged Holly like three times in the last couple weeks, and I was like, okay, seriously though, if they don't, if they kill off Fitz, like I'm done. Like I'm out. I'm ending this podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she took me seriously, but I was a hundred percent deadly serious the entire time. No, yeah, I like. There's, I'm just like, if it happens, there's a fifty-fifty chance that Luca actually follows through. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think, I think as we get closer to it, that's, I, that's inching closer towards a hundred. And you know what? I would agree. <laughs> I would say, you know what? Farewell, and like, like safe travels um because uh we all hate it here yep Yep. and i just don't see a reason to watch seven seasons of a show only to have that character die twice and have no happy ending for my two favorite characters so yeah the world is shitty enough as it is i don't need media to make me feel shittier (laughs) i'm good yeah Yeah, like that that's the thing is that like I've had this conversation with friends and stuff before where it's just like the idea of of tragedy as a 
like genre or or theme or whatever you want to say where it's just like you can have like sadness and angst for its own sake without any sort of resolution or kind of like like resolution of that tension in a in a satisfying way like a tragic tragic ending there 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 is uh like a point to those in and of themselves but yeah like i think about the show sharp objects which is an excellent show and an excellent book and like that show is like so fucking dark and like has a terrible ending like it's a sort of a good ending and then it like if you watch the tag scene at the end you're like oh god this is not a good ending at all but it was done like you were not expecting a happy ending like no matter how that show ended it was not gonna be happy and I'm like, this is not that show. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's the thing too, is that like a tragic ending at this point like I can't like there's part of me that just like couldn't believe it if it it like can't believe that it's going to happen. But like I you could I could have you could have told me any of the shit that's happened in this like second half of the season. I would have just been like, No, there's no way. <laughs> um like at the start of there's it, there's no way. I mean, you could have told there's... me in in season five that Fitz was gonna die at yeah. the end, and I'd be like, "But the show's ending. Like that's not a satisfying ending." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Like, like this I will <laughs> still never get over that quote from the writers calling it a fucking oh. satisfying ending. I wanted to oh burn God. the town down. I was like, "This is your version of satisfying." Fuck you guys. Yeah. Like that's the thing too. Is that like we're on course for like they like everything that they're doing now is just echoing back to season five and guess what they did at the end of season five they killed Fitz. <laughs> they killed Fitz. uh yep uh worries me a lot i think about it all the time yeah think about it every day <laughs> and i really hope that i'm wrong but we'll know in 24 hours so yeah yeah well on that happy note (laughs) um thank you so much for listening luca you don't have anything else to say do you no no yeah so yeah thank you so much for listening to us complain for an hour (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) that we couldn't be more positive about it but you know sometimes that's just how it is um next week uh we'll be back with uh episode eight of season one yes yeah yeah and the week after that will be our final uh level seven spoiler cast we're gonna have to think about how we're gonna want to do that because we're gonna have a lot of stuff to talk about um but yeah i i don't know we'll just we'll just have to see that's a problem for future us and yeah it is and i think it'll hopefully become more clear after the finale oh yeah 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 but for now uh farewell thank you so much to uh abnormal mapping for hosting us on their network you can find them at abnormalmapping.com at abnormal mapping on twitter and you can donate to their Patreon, which you should do, at patreon.com slash abnormal mapping. And thank you once again to uh, 
Mel uh, at Squirrel Curls on Twitter for our podcast art that we use for a lot of stuff now. And yeah, see you all next week for hopefully some more some more lighthearted discussion. Well, it is more lighthearted discussion. There's oh yeah. <laughs> Next week episode next week's episode is really good. We recorded that last week and it's 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 a really fun one. So It is a um, gem of an episode. Yeah. If you if you want if you want something a little bit more lighthearted compared to uh this little bit of a downer, then um look forward to that one. Again, thank you so much for listening and catch you next week. Bye. Bye.